Welcome to Dose of Degrassi, the podcast that gives you your weekly dose of nostalgia and life lessons by recapping the longest running drama series in Canadian history. Hello, everybody. We are so excited to be back with you this week. Erica, how was your week? Oh, it was good. Fast and furious. I can't believe we're back recording again. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. How's the weather been up there in Pennsylvania? Oh, we are on a roller coaster of weather this week. Um, it snowed last week. We probably got like a couple inches, maybe like three to five inches. And uh, it was in the 50s today. So Damn. <laughs> a lot of rain. Um, the snow is now all gone, but that's weather in Pennsylvania for you. God love it. Uh, down here in Florida, it has also been a bipolar week. It started off in like the 40s and today it was 80. So my fucking nose doesn't know what to do. <laughs> and uh, I currently sound like Phoebe Buffay a la Smelly Cat, the sexy Smelly Cat cut. So uh, apologizing ahead of time if I sound like dog shit. I'm here <laughs> doing my best and very excited to be here with everybody. And as you know, the theme of this podcast is doing our best. We're just here. We're showing up. We're doing the work, people. Happy to be here with you. And happy to be covering this episode, which at first I wasn't very excited about. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, holy shit, let's <laughs> effing go. This is so good. This Okay. Was- I'm, I'm going to admit, I didn't love this episode. There were moments in this episode yeah. that I was like, oh, okay. Um, but overall, not one of my faves. I, I put okay. this up here with like uh, family politics. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can see that. I have a little bit more of a deeper connection with this one that we'll get into. <laughs> um, so let's dive right into Basketball Diaries. Um, it originally aired December 2nd, 2001. And the overview is Jimmy desperately wants to make the basketball team. But surprisingly, it looks like Sean is surpassing him as a possible star player. So we got some alpha males duking it out as a friendship rivalry. It is. We um, open up in the gym. We're hooping. Coach Armstrong blows the whistle and brings the guys into a huddle. And he says, tomorrow's exhibition game against Earl Grey. Let's have a moment of silence <laughs> for a school that is called freaking Earl Grey. My favorite tea. It, that is my favorite. Well, Lady Grey is actually my favorite, but it's a little harder to obtain. Oh, and what's Earl the difference? Um, Lady Grey is a little bit more floral. And I had never had it, but there used to be a tea room down here that was amazing. And then it shut thanks to COVID and it never opened back up. Mm -hmm. Um, But they had Lady Grey and it was so good. And whenever I went to London, I had tea at Kensington Palace and they had their own blend of Lady Grey and it was effing delicious. I had a London fog this week. That was (sighs) so good. I haven't stopped thinking about it. That's the the first chilly, rainy day here in Central Florida of the year. I dub it London Fog Season. You know, all 600 of my loyal Instagram followers (laughs) wait on pins and freaking needles for London Fog Day. And it's my favorite. I, I freaking love London Fog. It's just so good. It's such a nice coffee alternative. It's it really is like a warm hug. It is. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. But they're playing Earl Grey, and he and Coach Armstrong says he's going to make his final cuts after he sees how they perform in the game. He has 15 players there today, but only 12 spots for the team. So, right away. I didn't realize they did cuts in middle school. You know? Harsh. It's <laughs> wild because... Canada is normally the like very nice and cordial mm-hmm. reputation. And they're just out here being like, I'm sorry if that's your dream to play middle school <laughs> basketball. It ain't happening today. Not this year. Nope. So not the for bell- three of you. <laughs> not for three of them. The bell rings and Coach Armstrong dismisses them to go to homeroom. Everyone leaves except for Jimmy and Spinner. Jimmy wants to keep practicing. Spinner's like, dude, you need to relax. You're doing great. Jimmy says he wants to be better than great. 
He uh, sinks a layup. I'm going to try to give some amazing basketball terminology and horrify my <laughs> husband when he listens to this. Um, he sinks a layup, a layup, and his hype man spinners cheering him on. And Jimmy says, "I can't if I can make do this without dying of secondhand, secondhand <laughs> embarrassment." Um, he says, "Degrassi Panthers, Jimmy Brooks is on the prowl." <laughs> And a little bit of me died uh, saying that. And then we go to our opening credits. And after that, we are in one of our favorite places, which is Miss Kwan's classroom. She's clearly not ready to deal with any of these freaking hooligans or ragamuffins, as we learned the uh, couple weeks ago. Right. Um, Jimmy rolls up to class late. He is wearing the A and J chain that he got in last week's episode. Did you notice the sea of silver chains as they kind of panned the room? I was like, I wow, did. we were spot on with our analysis last week. You were. I was <laughs> like, wow. And I'm just, I wanted the background music to be like, do your chain hang but it didn't because they probably didn't want to pay for those rights. Also, I don't know if that song was around at that time. Was it? I mean, this was 2001. Yeah, you're right. Because I remember dancing to that in hip hop in my junior year of high school. So it definitely wasn't out yet. But now we know where the inspiration came from. Right. So that was perfect. So um, she, Miss Quan, is holding her hand out. And Jimmy says, Miss um, Quan, let me make the team before you ask for my autograph. And Quan uh, <laughs>, laughs uh, annoyingly and asks for his English assignment. He starts to fumble around and she says, I've already given you an extension. And he and asks if he's done the reading for today. He says, of course. And she says she's just concerned that he's not going to be able to juggle uh, doing sports and his academics and he says he's fine and that juggling is a sport too as he heads to a seat trying to charm her she's not here for it not at all absolutely not at all all right and then we we had <laughs> sorry i'm having a little technical difficulties with getting my uh, computer to go all right now uh we go to our girl liberty who is hauling ass down the hall with paper flying in the wind she popped out from around that corner as she does <laughs> she did i was like erica's gonna have a freaking field day with this episode <laughs> the amount of time liberty just shapes she's she's always popping out from a corner <laughs> She is. So she's running around and she like runs past the door like she like she's going so freaking fast she can't stop. And she uh, we see the camera girl telling Ashley, it's almost time to start. Ashley's bitching that Liberty's late. And Liberty, she is such a bitch. <laughs> she is. So Liberty like, you know, whips open the door and she goes to hand Ashley a paper and Ashley rips it out of her hand and starts reading it. And Liberty's like, hey, there's a joke in there at the end. And she thinks Ashley is, you know, going to appreciate that. And Ashley just looks at her and is like, um, you want to know what would be really great is if you were here on time. Just I, I just got to say, you know, Ashley is very bitchy for someone who has eyebrows that look like that. And I don't care what year it is. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. She's. She's just ready to shit on everyone's day. <laughs> and she decides to do that by reading these freaking uh, morning announcements. So the announcements start and we cut to the media lab with all the grade sevens. And they're watching the announcements and they're talking about how great Ashley is. And Liberty comes into class late, obviously. And she's saying, television is so stressful. <laughs> and JT, JT says, Ashley doesn't look stressed. Manny agrees and she's like, you know, she's better than some of the people I've seen on the news. She's an actual just like natural at it. And then Ashley slays with the joke. If you see the team from Earl Grey holding lighters, it's because they always lose their matches. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, JT's like, huh, that's pretty clever. And Liberty is not having it. She's like, that's my joke. I mean, I, I mean, I found it on the net, but I, but I wrote it. So Liberty, you're being a plagiarizer. Secondly, mm -hmm. you are on the sister website to Firehawk Quotes, Firehawk Jokes. 
stealing all <laughs> these freaking stories. Right. And I mean, it, had this been a tennis match between Degrassi and Earl Grey? Okay. I would have been on board. Um, basketball match? Yeah. I can't. No. <laughs> Wrong sport. Which, I mean, that's what happens when you... But maybe people. in Canada they call basketball games basketball matches. Who, who am I? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out one day or another. So Emma jumps in to no one's surprise uh, <laughs> to create some chaos. And she <laughs> says, it's not fair that Liberty does all the work and Ashley gets all of the, you know, admiration and glory. And she says that she should talk to her and see if maybe she can you know, get a little recognition, maybe do some announcements herself. And um, they're talking about, you know, all the work that Liberty puts in. And Sean says that school activities are dumb and that she shouldn't be staying longer at school than she has to. And Toby takes us uh, as the perfect window to try to shit on Sean <laughs> and make him upset saying, well, you know, you're going out for the basketball team. And Sean goes, well, my social worker thinks it'll be good, but I don't really give a rats. And he's about to say us. And as he says rats, Simpson busts through the door and says, class, sorry for the delay. Oh, I see what they did there. I loved that. It was like, it reminded me of, uh, we used to do this hand clap thing when I was little that was like, um. The boys are in the bathroom, zipping up their flies are in the meadow, bees are in the park. That just reminded me of that. I was like, okay, okay, we're coming for the hand claps. Um, but Liberty is just pissed that people think Ashley is God's gift to Degrassi announcement <laughs> when she's just reading her material. That's plagiarized. <laughs> and Emma um, says that she should stand up to her, you know, reiterates getting that airtime. So Emma's ready to strike a match. Emma's stirring the pot because then whenever Liberty's like, oh, like you think I should, or she says something, but Emma goes, it's your career. Like, LOL, Emma. You're <laughs> they take things so seriously. Emma is, she's at a 100 out of times. <laughs> you are a child. You do not need to be worrying about your career. Gosh. <laughs> So we uh, leave that class to go to Miss Kwan's class, the Shade Queen. She's <laughs> back and she's talking about uh, the assignments that she's reading. And she says uh, she's pleased with them, at least the ones that have been handed in. And she looks at Jimmy, which, um, hi, <laughs> uh, Shady. And I love it. And uh, she says that she wants to discuss the assigned reading that they have. She calls on Jimmy. He's flustered as hell, trying to play it off. And she asks um, what he thinks. And he's just kind of bullshitting her, saying, you know, oh, this is great. It's just like the rest of the book. So she keeps pushing him and asks what character he relates to most. And he says the main character. She goes, this is an ensemble (laughs) cast. Which of the characters? And Jimmy is sweating freaking bullets and then he's like all right with confidence um i mean lord of the flies who else (laughs) the lord the lord (laughs) everybody everybody starts laughing and at this moment he realizes that he's fucked up because she goes the lord of the flies is a severed pig's head on a stake and he's like "Mm, well shit (laughs) all right and she's like you haven't read the book have you did you have to read lord of the flies in school I didn't have to read it until college. Oh. My fresh, yeah, my freshman year, um, I was taking political science, and I had the dynamic duo at WVU of uh, DeClerico and Hammock, and they were literal professor icons. <laughs> they were adorable. One of them wore a bow tie every day. I just loved them so much. But I had to read Lord of the Flies then. Interesting. I've never had to read it. Yeah, it's um it's an interesting one, but it made me think of whenever I was in high school. Obviously, like every American had to take English, literature, all that stuff. And when I was, I believe I was a junior, 
I really lucked out and I had English with my, at that time, my high school boyfriend and our like best friend, Cody. And our teacher was trying to crank us out, like reading so many books. And I am not a, I love to read, but when I say read, I love audiobooks. Audiobooks changed my life. The only reason why I've read as many books as I have as an adult is because of audiobooks. I just don't have the attention span to sit down and read a book. So I always struggled with this and we had to read this book called I Am The Cheese. I fucking tried time (laughs) and time again. I swear for like every single day that week, I sat down for like an hour and I couldn't get past like the three pages. So we're sitting in English class and she's going around asking people questions and, and my boyfriend at the time and Cody are trying to give me shit about how I didn't read it. And she calls on me and I was like, fuck. Okay. (laughs) And I'm sitting there trying to be like, okay, Jordan, how do you get out of this? I need you to spin, little spin doctor. You can figure it out. (laughs) And she was like, Jordan, like, what has been, like, the most profound thing that you've read about this story? And I sat there and I was like, well, I mean, honestly, things didn't click for me until the end. Because when I saw this this title of I am the cheese, I thought it was so stupid. And then after reading it, and I noticed that like at the beginning of each chapter, like the first sentence, he's, he recites farmer and the Dell, you know, like that little kid song. So he's saying, I am the cheese, the cheese stands alone. He feels like he is always alone. You would have thought I saw the fucking Da Vinci Code. <laughs> she was like, oh, Jordan. And I remember Cody looked over and was like, you, like, mouth, like, you bitch. <laughs> and I, it's still one of my proudest moments. Uh, As it should be. It, and it. Did, you, did you ever have any like that? Um, no, not really. I was a pretty good reader. Um, always not so much anymore but um I remember in eighth grade having to read The Giver I fucking love that book and I was like what in the dystopia yeah is this it like rocked my world I couldn't believe I was like wait what still one of my favorite books and the first time I saw Pleasantville I was like this is The Giver this is The Giver right and I mean I can remember some of the other books I do remember I had to read Island of the Blue Dolphins in sixth grade you're not missing out (laughs) it was so bad and I had a test on it (laughs) I probably didn't even say this like I can remember my mom reading it to me (laughs) because I could not (laughs) get through it and I was was only in sixth grade but it's not like I was in college or nothing (laughs) Sue's like sit down sit down Erica we're gonna have uh, story time before you get to bath (laughs) (laughs) not quite like that but (laughs) And I actually, ju- I just texted your mom and she said that's exactly how it went down. And your dad confirmed. Your dad confirmed. <laughs> they said they would never tell. <laughs> so, you know, we get back uh, to, to Jimmy and Spinner. Spinner uh, is walking on the hall with him and he's teasing him about how Miss Kwan just called him out. And Jimmy's like, Miss Kwan's going to tell Coach Armstrong and I'm not doing my schoolwork and I'm going to get cut. Spinner's like, you need to chill out because you're a ball of shot caller. Like, <laughs> you're a shoe-in for this team. You're Jimmy and, fucking Brooks. <laughs> yeah, you just you just need to try harder at school. If it were only that easy, Spinner. <laughs> right. <just> try harder. <laughs> And Jimmy's like, well, when I focus on school, basketball goes to shit. If I focus <laughs> on basketball, my grades slip. I don't know what to do. Then Spinner has an alarm go off, which it looks like a little beeper, little beeper guy. <laughs> and it says for him to take his meds. I'm not kidding you. As I was watching this the first go around, my phone was like, time to take his own off. <laughs> I was like, wow, the synergy of today is spectacular. But um, he, you know, Spinner's got, he's, you know, fumbling, getting his, his meds out. And Spinner's like, yeah, it's a catch 42. And Jimmy corrects him to a catch 22. And Spinner's like, mm, you don't know who Lord of the Flies where you get. Sit down, <laughs> take a lap. And uh, Jimmy just keeps saying he's a mess. And 
Spinner shaking that pill. <laughs> oh my god! I, the one I saw this I was like Erica. If she doesn't think immediately, what I'm gonna think? We're no longer friends. Spinner says while shaking his pill bottle, "Yeah, since they up my Ritalin, I'm a zombie. And if I could access a pill bottle right now and shake it into my mic, what am I thinking about, Erica? When you hear a pill bottle shaking? Well, Jordan, you are thinking of the cinematic masterpiece." The documentary by one Johnny Knoxville, The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, where we <laughs> we are met with a young man. He's talking about his life in Boone County, West Virginia. He shakes a pill bottle and goes, yeah, that's what they call the Boone County mate and call. And the best part of that is when they zoom out and he's in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> he's in jail. It's um that is that's truly a headcanon for so many people. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to be like, have you seen the wild and wonderful lights of West Virginia? Oh, you haven't? Cool. Come over to my house. Let's sit down and watch this together. And people like the first 15 minutes of it before they even do the opening credits, people are like, what the hell am I watching? And I take pride in the <laughs> fact that I was born in the hospital where they took a baby. <laughs> that's where I was born, people. So if you need another thing to watch, head on over, uh, watch that gem of a documentary, which was made as a joke, but actually uh, shed light on the opioid crisis in America. <laughs> and I think uh, Johnny was setting out to do that when he turned um, on the cameras. It's certainly a mix of horror and, and entertainment. It is. It it, it really is. Um but speaking of pills, we go right back to Spinner. He pops that pill and drinks from the water fountain, goes about his day. And we jump to the cafeteria where we see Ashley getting her food. And Erica's favorite thing happens where Ashley's just trying to, you know, get an apple on her tray. And out of freaking nowhere, Liberty <laughs> just pops around. And she's like, Hey, Ashley, I, I would really like to read the announcements. Ashley's like, mm, Terry, save me a seat. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I, you're the writer. I am the talent, if you will. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year. And just like leaves. Completely Ashley, leaves her in the dust. <laughs> Ashley thinks she's Diane Sawyer. She does. <laughs> she is from Drop Dead Gorgeous. I want to be the next Diane Sawyer. Um, that's her. That is her. So uh, we are back with the basketball team. Sean makes a shot because they're doing little drills. You see Jimmy sitting down on a basketball reading Lord of the Flies, and he's interrupted by Coach Armstrong asking him uh, if he's ready to take his turn or if he wants to keep reading. What a dick. <laughs> Do not tell a child to stop reading. You are a teacher. Right. It's not like he's over there, like, hitting – you know, like, I don't know, like playing a Game Boy, he's reading, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> so, and you know he can shoot that shot, whichever one yeah. it is. Yeah. So Jimmy gets the, the basketball and he's like, sorry, coach. And he goes in for a layup and then he gets scolded because he wasn't paying attention. They weren't doing layups, Erica. <laughs> they were shooting three pointers. Well, I'm right there with Jimmy because I didn't know either. <laughs> Any moment, Brian is going to come bursting through this door being like, what are you talking about? I hear you saying layup. I hear you saying three-pointers, and you have no idea what you're talking about. But anyways, three-pointers, whatever. We cut to Ashley and Terry leaving French class. And yet again, <laughs> in the most liberty way, she pops out from the corner and is accosting Ashley <laughs> one more time. And she's like, Ashley! <laughs> Honestly, I love that Liberty lets Ashley know no peace. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's just like, she, God bless her. She is, um, she's a special one. She's <laughs> quite, quite a girl. So she just jumps right out. Ashley, I really want to do the announcements just once, please, just once. 
Ashley decides to to cut the BS and she's like, when I told you no the first time, like, what didn't you understand? Liberty is begging for a chance. <laughs> and Ashley says, it's her job. It's not Liberty's job. Liberty, she's fucking had it. <laughs> she goes, okay, that's cool. That's fine. I'm going on strike. No writing, no research, no jokes. You can do it yourself. How timely. <laughs> And you want to know what? I hope that this year's writer's strike was inspired by the one woman strike of Liberty Vance. (laughs) She was. They were like, you want to know what? I just realized I I need to know my worth and I need to add tax to it. Because Liberty Vance told me that, you know, I'm out here doing the the Lord's work. (laughs) And she looks at Ashley and she's like, it only takes about an hour if you're quick. like shit liberty okay she's boop 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 shots fired she comes in hot all the time like she does she just stays there right they stay out a hundred she has too many classes with emma (laughs) so ashley says that's not fair and liberty says i'm not being fair like i i don't need to be fair and pretty much saying you're being a thirsty bitch ashley um is just you know not really here for it she's like listen this is something that i'm good at liberty is going in for the kill with this she says anybody can read a cue card a monkey could do your job ashley and her thin eyebrows shaking she's shaking um liberty stole that material manny said that she did (laughs) she did (laughs) Once again, plagiarizing. <laughs> exactly. I can't. So Ashley, uh, with her, you know, offensive eyebrows, or she finally just like, okay, that's fine. You want to know what? Tomorrow there are pregame announcements. They're all yours. Take them away. Liberty is grinning from ear to ear. She's ready. <laughs> Little does she know it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Not, it's gonna be gonna be a little bit different. So now we are back over to sports ball headquarters. Uh, Jimmy is telling Sean that he did good today and that he's going to have no problem making the team. And Sean, a humble king that he is, is like, yeah, whatever. And says goodbye. Jimmy goes straight to Spinner and starts talking shit. He's like, Armstrong loves him. He was guaranteed like a spot on the team as soon as he signed up. Spinner, trying to be voice of reason, he's like, yeah, Sean's good, but so are you. Jimmy obviously is butthurt about this, all the corrections that he was getting. And this is a moment where I'm not an ESPN sideline reporter. (laughs) However, Jimmy says, everybody knows that layups are more important than three-pointers. A three-pointer is more points than a layup. So I feel like... To the best of my knowledge. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I was just like, well, Jimmy, I I don't really know what you're saying. Um, but, but then Spinner tries to console him and he's like, you know, if you don't make the team, you could be a team manager with me. And I didn't realize that Spinner was the team manager. It's, (laughs) it's, it's so good. He doesn't hit his athletic uh, streak until a little bit later in the series, but yeah, he's just out there being the team manager. God bless him. (laughs) Jimmy's like, you know, thank you so much, but it's a no for me, dog. Um, not really uh, glamorous cleaning up the bench and filling waters and that. So Spinner um, is just trying to be a good friend. And <laughs> these teenage boys on Degrassi are so sweet. He's like, you want to know what? Let's forget about it. Let's go see a movie. Let's go do something fun. And Jimmy says he can't do that. He's got that English assignment. I got to get it done. It's going to be an all-nighter. All-nighter. Spinner's alarm in the nick of time goes off. He's popping another Ritalin. Got his beep. And it is. He's got his beep. Uh, when he's taking the pill this time, Jimmy um, has some gears start turning. And he looks at Spinner. And he's like, you know, I wish there was a pill I could take to boost me up. Spinner. Looks and goes, yeah. I mean, Ritalin would totally boost you up because the way that my brain works, Ritalin <laughs> kind of like chills me out. You know, chills me out. They don't call me Spinner for nothing. 
Um, but for you, it would jack you up. Like it's going to be like you drank 50 cups of coffee. You're going to be crazy. Like if you had it, you know, that's what it would be. And Jimmy's like, oh, oh, interesting. This is new. <laughs> hmm. Never heard this before. That never um, crossed my mind. Never, never, never. And Spinner goes, well, you know, drugs aren't the answer. Just say no. And walks away. And it just made me giggle because I am an ADHD girly. <laughs> I, I know this might come as a shock to some of you. Um, I Ritalin was not my, uh, my prescribed drug. I was on Adderall, which uh, that's story for another time but whenever i when when spinner says that i'm just like wow yep uh that's that's a pretty interesting thing brings me back to college days because anytime i couldn't find my adderall within approximately eight minutes of uh looking for it i'd be like somebody stole my adderall because <laughs> you know somebody probably did steal your adderall <laughs> i guarded that like the freaking hope diamond i uh was like nope i I can't can't let anybody try to get a hold of that. So it's the next day. We are back in Miss Kwan's class, and Jimmy walks up to her and says, Ralph. She's like, What the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and he goes, You asked me which character I relate to most, it's Ralph. And he hands her a paper. And I paused it because this is pre-everyone typing up their papers and printing them because he hands her um stapled together notebook paper. And on the front, the cover sheet is plain notebook paper. <laughs> and it just says in pencil, Lord of the Flies. And at the bottom, Jimmy Brooks. I was like, kudos to the prop department. Just going above and beyond <laughs> to truly make that what it looked like when we handed it in. It was just perfect. So um, after he gives him that, gives Miss Kwan that paper, Jimmy uh, goes to sit down with Spinner. And he's like, oh, I'm totally wiped out. I have nothing to give for this game. <laughs> Spinner's like, yeah, but at least you got your English assignment done. <laughs> you oh, Spinner, you're not gonna fail. So, like, yeah, it's it's pretty good. And Jimmy's like, yeah, but what good is it if I don't make the basketball team? And clockwork, Spinner's alarm goes off, <laughs> and it makes me. At that point, I was like, how many Ritalin do we have this kid taking a day? Right. What's his dosage? I just like. I maybe controlled release wasn't invented and I was like I feel like this is a lot of medication for this kid just going off all the time um through the day so we see what happens when he doesn't take it (laughs) we sure do so um uh he's like you know it's time to take take my pills (laughs) and Jimmy looks at him and he's like hey Spinner please let me take let me take that pill you can help me and Spinner's like what are you talking about and he's like it's not illegal it's not steroids like you're the only person that can help me right now and he's like yeah I know it's not illegal I'm not in jail but Spinner I mean you're giving those out of people it's, just, it's not really it's not legal when you're giving out your pills but <laughs> nevertheless he's a child so he doesn't know this um and he's like you know I got to help him out. I got to help out my friend. I got to help him out. I'm going to give him, give him this pill. And Jimmy's like, all right, do I need to take this now? Like what's the situation? And Spinner's like, yeah, it takes an hour to kick in. You need to go take this now. So Jimmy gets the pill and he asks, um, miss Kwan, you know, can I, can I go to the washroom? And he goes outside and he's ready to pop that pill and to throw back. But it's not going to happen right away because as he goes out to the hallway, he's holding that pill in his hand, staring at it like a freaking weirdo. And he leans down to the water fountain and Mr. Radage walks up and he's like, holy shit. Because, hey, I just want to tell you good luck, son. Go get him. Have a great time. When he walks away, Jimmy's just staring, waiting for the coast to be clear. And then he um, gets that pill and he throws it back and he gets his drink and just, you know, he's entered entered the life of, of a druggie. There's no looking back now. It is. It's no looking back. No looking back. And speaking of downfalls of people we love <laughs> on Degrassi, 
this was tough this was tough to watch it was it was really bad even though i like i know she's an actress it's still bad (laughs) all right we see the student soapbox sign aka the morning announcements we see poor liberty once again being (laughs) the bravest bitch in the game wearing overalls (laughs) on camera overalls she's like you want to know what today is my first day on the morning announcements i'm gonna let everybody know what I stand for. And that is overalls. You know what? I'm going to be really vulnerable here for a moment and um, share with you and our friends that I too went through an overall phase. <laughs> it was in the fifth grade. Um, and I had a pair that had the M&Ms on it, like embroidered. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I had overalls too, and I loved them. My favorite were the shorts ones because I just felt like, I was a bitch on the go. I had pockets. I had storage. I had so many things. I remember I would take like, you know, the little buckle thing and I would mm-hmm. put like bracelets and scrunchies like on oh, the Oh, innovative. Yeah, I was just out here, you know, it's fashion. I think I also had a purple pair and an orange pair, which looking, thinking back on it, that was very brave of me to wear mm-hmm. an orange pair at, at that point in my life. That was kind of chubby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all heroes wear capes, Erica. So, I mean, um, I guess you could say Liberty was kind of my uh, style icon back in the day. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I love her so much. (laughs) So, um, she's she's on air. She's on air. But she don't know it. (laughs) She's got her hands on her face, like, squishing it all around, like, making these weird faces. Like, she's... Uh, it's just, it's embarrassing. And the girl who's the camera girl's looking and she's like, Liberty, Liberty, we're on air. And she's like, oh shit. Okay. She gets, her, <laughs> she gets her cue cards and she goes to start reading it. And the only thing I can equate it to is another iconic uh, piece of millennial history, also fe- featuring overalls. And that is, Dennis the Menace starring Mason Gamble, who I am Facebook friends with to this oh, day, wow. Mason Gamble. Yeah, one day, uh, I you had to have been there. Um, we were drunk in college, and I said, I'm going to find this motherfucker on Facebook. And I friended him. So he's married now, has a child. Oh, good side. for he's him. Doing, he's doing great. Happy but it, remind, it reminded me of Dennis the Menace when he's in the scene where the babysitter's boyfriend, who was Buzz from Home Stop. Alone, comes over and is reading him the little engine that good. And he's like, I will never be big enough to pull uh, enough enough to pull anything but tiny mail trains. And it's at that moment, Hooked on Phonics did not work for him. And everybody needs a little bit more time with those sight words. And Liberty is is no exception. She is struggling. She is mispronouncing words. She's saying completely different words. Staring at the cards. Trying to look up. Loses her place. Disheveled as hell. She is not a Diane Sawyer. She's not a Barbara (laughs) Walters. It is a very unfortunate situation. And she's very defeated. And... She just looks at the camera and she's like, this is Liberty Van Zandt filling in for Ashley Kerwin and just lets off like a big huff and like shrugs her shoulders. <laughs> it's just so pitiful. And we see all of the great eight, the great eights um, looking at her and Ashley is in her face, like looking a little bit guilty and pages behind her. And she's like, oh my gosh, Ashley, you totally set her up. I didn't think you had it in you. Paige. Yeah. <laughs> Paige, her hair is crimp. She doesn't care what anybody thinks. Nobody can tell her nothing. No. And so Ashley is clearly regretting what she had done. So, you know, we're probably going to have a resolution to that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But anyways, you know, we're back to the most important part of this episode. We are back to the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's, it's the exhibition <laughs> game to Earl Grey. Jimmy's <laughs> go ahead. It's it's uh, oh, crazy. I was gonna say the Ritalin has kicked it, and Jimmy is getting 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 his head in the game. <laughs> he is 
He is Chad. He is Troy Bolton. He's the whole damn Wildcats up there. <laughs> he is dribbling that ball so freaking fast, and then he gets it in his hands, and he's taking it, like, back and forth. Looks like a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> he's going crazy. And he's just tweaking out. People are look, giving him weird looks, asking if he's okay. And Sean's like, man, did you have a good breakfast? He's like, yeah, super <laughs> nutritious, toast, eggs, bacon, protein, pure protein. We should have been listening to Jimmy. We I know. Starting the day with that much protein. <laughs> I feel like it was one of those like commercials and like around this time when they would talk about like the importance of breakfast. Yep. Jimmy was the poster child there, tweaked <laughs> out on Ritalin. So much protein. <laughs> so much protein. So Sean gives him the stink eye, and Armstrong's like, Are you okay? And he's like, Coach, I'm doing amazing. <laughs> and we, we, go out to the court um we have the tip off jimmy is bouncing off the walls the only person that is at a higher level than jimmy right now is spinner (laughs) he is running up and down the sidelines screaming biggest hype man you'll ever see um it reminds me of there was one day so i did the disney college program with one of our sorority sisters one of our best friends um, she is a riddling girly. And um, there was one day that we went to Magic Kingdom and she and I were just like going balls to the walls and like writing everything, but not in a smart way, not going by land. We were like, let's go to Space Mountain. And we'd ride Space Mountain and be like, pirates next, pirates, like running to the other side of the park. And I was just like, after like a few hours, I was like, Alexis, like, I'm so tired. Like what's happening? And she was like, I just realized I didn't take my riddling. I was like, oh, checks out. And it was uh, Spinner doing just that, running around, loving life, ready for anything, absolutely ready for anything. So Jimmy is playing. He is being a ball hog. He's not being a good teammate. Mm -mm. He's got guys like all over him. He's not passing. Sean's like, Jimmy, I'm open. Pass me. He's not, not having it. He turns shoots misses sean um uh rebounds it spinner's like it's okay jimmy you're fine like (laughs) cheering from the side um (laughs) it's it's not the best game not the best game Mm -mm. and we go back to somebody else who's also having a shitty day (laughs) poor liberty (laughs) poor liberty she is sulking after these announcements and the sweet camera girl once again is like it wasn't that bad. Do you want to go get some lunch? And Liberty goes from one wall to like put her head on the glass wall that's <laughs> facing the hallway. And when she does that, these kids come up and they're like, that's her. Oh my God. And are making fun of her. And she's just having a really bad day, a really hard time. <laughs> it's so sad. So she's sad. And Jimmy is crazy. He's still being a ball hog. Spinner's running up and down. He's getting in front of Coach Armstrong. And, like, it's pissing him off. And, like, you see Coach Armstrong mouth, like, what the? And, of course, he's not going to say anything bad because it's a kid show. But, you know, he's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) What do I do with this damn kid? (laughs) What do I do? The whistle blows. And uh, the coach is like, great job, guys. Come on. Let's uh, bring it in. You know, we, we got to go for our halftime chat. Looks at Spinner and he's like, you need to get it together. You're not the cheerleader. <laughs> you are not the cheerleader. Clean up this freaking bench. It's a shit show. <laughs> Clean it up. Do your job. And so after he belittles Spinner, he takes the team and they go to the locker room for their halftime chat. And before we see those boys <laughs> chat, we got to hear the girls chat. Ashley walks into the girls bathroom. And she hears sniffling and sadness and crying. And she immediately knows it's Liberty. And she's like, hey, Liberty, you know, come on out. Liberty says she knows she did a terrible job. You don't have to tell me. Ashley says she's sorry for it, wants to give her some pointers. And maybe let's let's try this again, which is very sweet. So it was. It's starting to get on the upturn. Going to the locker room. It's the normal sports bullshit. Keep it up. Play like a team. Jimmy 
gets the ball and he's tossing it around being crazy. And, and coach Armstrong's like, are you hearing everything I'm saying, Jimmy? And he's like, loud and clear coach, loud and clear. And we are just, you know, bamboozled by his behavior. (laughs) He was so loud. He's so loud. He's so, so loud. So Jimmy's being crazy. We go to the gym. Spinner has turned on the boom box. And he's looking around. People aren't really doing anything. So he turns that volume up. He's like, you want to know what, people? You ready for a halftime show? Get on your feet. Let's get this party started, baby. Let's get this party started. He gets those Degrassi Panthers going. He's doing a little show. He starts dancing. He dances like my sweet angel husband. And so I was watching this. I was like, he's out there. He's dancing like nobody's watching. He's having the time of his freaking life. You know, my question here was, did he go to the Robin Brown School of Breakdancing? Because it was very similar to uh, a a scene we saw on a little show called Sister Wives. It was. He just needed the sideways hat. (laughs) And I believe she was wearing overalls. I I honestly think you're right. Wow, what a crossover. What a crossover (laughs) event that could be. So he's dancing around, he's shaking his tush. And then at this moment, he's like, You want to know what's going to make these people get up out of their seats? I'm going to show my ass. (laughs) He bends over and starts mooning. People are like, Oh my God, like covering their eyes, like the horror. So in, it was in this moment that he actually reminded me of my husband, um, <laughs> my sweet angel husband, um, because apparently when he was in high school, he got suspended because he moved his gym class. <laughs> that is the most James thing I've ever heard. I'm like, honestly, all these people like looking away <laughs> in horror, I think it's fucking hilarious I guess I'm too. Such a child I just I remember when we were driving down for like spring break in college we were the cars were passing each other and we had like whiteboards like writing funny notes and then like at some point I don't know if it was our car or your car but somebody mooned somebody and I was like that's it they fucking won they won <laughs> they won I don't remember which car it was but I think I remember the person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I remember that person, too. <laughs> we will not reveal their identity. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Until we have a paywall. <laughs> so everyone is horrified by Spinner's <laughs> ass shaking. <laughs> and then Percy's most outrageous radish. And he runs and grabs him. And he's like, come on, you're going to my office. And they sit down. And he's like, what do you think you're doing? What do you, you think you're funny? And Spinner's like, yeah, I think it's really funny. Like, what's the problem? And he's like, you made us look like idiots. What's wrong with you? And um, Spinner is playing with scissors. <laughs> I was like. conversation. Yep. There it is. <laughs> he's playing with the scissors. He would have had a fidget spinner had they been out then. Oh, 100%. 100%. He would have needed one. His life probably could have changed. He probably wouldn't have had to take Ritalin three times a day. Right? He's been able to take it once a day if he had a fidget spinner. <laughs> so Radich is like, he's going to lay down the law. He's like, no extracurriculars for the rest of the semester. Spinner is outraged. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I can suspend you over this, but you know, you got to learn your lesson somehow. And Spinner, while playing with the scissors, <laughs> is like, it's not my fault. It's, it's medical. medical. It's medical. <laughs> and Radish is like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I didn't take my Ritalin. And he's like, you've been on this shit for two years. You know what happens if you don't take it. Like, this is not new information. You got to get it together. So he's like, all right, you got to be responsible with it. And you want to know what's going to happen? you're not going to have the opportunity, you know, to do this on your own. He's like, is there any other reason why you're not taking it? And Spinner is a good friend and he doesn't say, you know, I gave my pills to Jimmy. That's why he's (laughs) out there freaking doing zoomies around the gym. 
like a like a little pug <laughs> just running back and forth. Um, but he's like, you know, you don't get the opportunity uh, to have to manage that yourself anymore. You're going to take him at the front desk with the secretary. And, um, you know, that's that's what's happening. And current state, like, that's how medicines are in school. Like, you can't take anything on your own. Like, my daughter, she has a, um inhaler because she has um, more so, like, I guess kind of, like, activity-induced asthma. Um, so she has an inhaler for emergencies, and it has to be at the office. It can't stay in her backpack. That is crazy. Not that we now have children being supervised when they're taking medicine, but the fact that we didn't <laughs> whenever we were growing up. Because <laughs> right? I can remember um, when I was in, like, elementary school like uh, there was a boy in my class who had to take Ritalin and he would always take it with those um like after dinner mints those like soft ones oh yeah and Andy. he would just like pull it out and do his thing and <laughs> we were in like fourth grade <laughs> oh my gosh what a time to be alive <laughs> so the pill, pill gate has been <laughs> has been ended okay. and we <laughs> We're back to the game. We see the scoreboard, the scoreboard, the scoreboard, <laughs> and Earl Gray is up by a point. And that's not good. So Jimmy is dribbling like a madman. He is out there. He's swarmed by people. Sean is wide open. He's asking him, you know, to pass it to him. He ignores him. He turns around, throws the ball yet again, misses it. Sean rebounds it again. And he starts dribbling around. And then Sean kind of gets, you know, swarms by all these guys and jimmy's like i'm wide open i'm wide open sean's ignoring him because that's what middle school boys do so jimmy gets pissed and he just straight up <laughs> charges at sean and he pushes him down he grabs the ball and he shoots it the buzzer goes off he gets the game winning point so you know watching this as an adult and you see sean go down and I, it looks like he's hurt his ankle. My, yeah. th- my first thought was, oh, my God, Sean probably doesn't have health insurance. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I remember they're in Canada. But I don't yeah. know if they had, like, nationwide, universal, universal <laughs> nationwide <Yeah>. insurance. Um, <laughs> if they had universal health care at that point. But because I was like, you know, Sean's parents don't have him on theirs. No. <laughs> He's got a he's got a rough road. And you know, I thought that too. I was like, <laughs> look at that poor kid. The crowd's going wild. Armstrong is not happy. He's giving Jimmy the stink eye and runs over to Sean and Sean's like laying her on the ground, <laughs> which I, I'm gonna say this as somebody whose husband did play basketball. Basketball players are kind of the most dramatic athletes. So dramatic. I say that all of the time. It's because they want to get that penalty, but I'm like Mm-hmm. Is this basketball or uh, the theater? Because <laughs> my I, God, I swear, we go to Cavs games, and I feel like I'm at a matinee, baby. <laughs> Those guys are putting it on thick. So dramatic, absolutely, insanely dramatic. So Sean's hurt. He's on the ground. Peter Griffin, like <laughs> Peter Griffin, just like. <sighs> <laughs> So game's over and we see JT, Toby, Manny, and Emma walking down the hallway and another secondhand embarrassment. They're like, the Panthers rule. And Emma's like, yeah, they were so great. But like, what was wrong with that Jimmy guy? (laughs) And says he was being crazy. And JT's like, it's sports. You just don't understand. And she looks and rightfully (laughs) says like, what the fuck? You don't understand sports either. (laughs) Like, Take a seat. Emma keeps these boys in check. That, I'll give her that. I love that. <laughs> so they're walking and they look up and they see Liberty on the TV and they're like, God damn it. She's up there again. <laughs> this isn't going to be good. But Liberty has turned a page. She is doing amazing. She's reading off of the cue card. She's confident. She's delivering those lines. She's just honestly a sleigh, as mm-hmm. the kids today would say. What a She's sleigh. back. She's back. Better than ever, baby. LVZ is back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
we go to the actual little news station where Liberty is wrapping up things on the camera and the camera turns off and it pans over to Ashley and she's smiling and she's so proud and telling her what a great job she's doing. And she's like, see, all you have to be is calm and confident. Liberty's like, oh my gosh, I, I really am amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so great and she thinks she thinks Ashley and Ashley's like yeah you can definitely do these again next year when I'm graduated back the fuck up bitch right. kiss the ring kiss the ring just Ashley wasn't gonna let her way. ride that high too long no she's gotta humble her ass real quick <laughs> so now we are having the dramatic conclusion in the locker room with the Panthers. They are partying. They are living it up. Celebrating that big exhibition win. <laughs> over Earl Grey. Everybody's patting Jimmy. And Armstrong walks in. And is like hey Jimmy I need to talk to you. Jimmy runs over. He's so excited. He's like I did so great. This was the best I've ever played. Armstrong's like yeah it was scoring wise. But you were ball hog. You did pass. You blew plays. You were trying to show off. You definitely were not a team player. And you purposefully fouled one of your own teammates. He says, you almost broke Sean's ankle. Let's back it up. I don't think you almost broke Sean's ankle. Maybe we get a little sprain. <laughs> a little sprain. But anyways, anyways, nonetheless, he brings it back to Miss Liberté, saying that there is a zero tolerance policy for violence. And Jimmy says, he's so sorry. It'll never happen again. I promise. Like, I'll do better. Please give me another chance. He goes, sorry, Jimmy. I can't take that chance. You're cut. It's not good. He looks back at Sean, who's getting his ankle wrapped and elevated and iced. And Sean gives him a, like, what the hell, man? And it pans back over to Jimmy. And we see that sad ending music where Jimmy didn't make the basketball team, guys. And in next and in next week's episode, Jimmy kills Sean. <laughs> but uh, back to one of my favorite things I've noticed while watching rewatching these episodes. Yet another Degrassi plot hole. Because guess what happens in a couple episodes? Jimmy's on the basketball team. <laughs> well, playing. I think they were just trying to teach him a lesson because he actually is the best player. So yes, yes. And doesn't Drake now like own the like Toronto Predators or like I believe so. Yeah. Who's like part owner or something. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. We got to see where it all started. (laughs) We did. We got to see how uh, how Drake got his interest in basketball. So um, before we get into our little uh, uh, info about next week um, with the end of this episode, I know it was not one of your faves. But what was your tough pill to swallow? Um, I have written down that it was just the episode overall. (laughs) (laughs) I it felt like it was like 15 minutes long. Like, I felt like I didn't have much to say about it. Um, As I was taking notes, in the time it took me to watch, (laughs) to watch and take notes, uh, James was in the bathroom for a longer amount of time. after work um but also uh Paige's French accent man it's just a a little little ditty that we got in there but I was like you I just know that there is like at least in my middle school I can think of the girl that was like oh I you know went to Paris Texas and now I'm gonna have a (laughs) French accent or something like it just reminded me of that and I was like Paige (laughs) man what about you? Can't do it. Um, mine probably is, uh, you know, you got to be a team player. If you're going to play on a team, you got to be a team player. If you don't, then you want to know what? There's lots of other options of sports that you can do that are more of solo venture. Yeah, like track. Track, get into golf. Uh, you can do swimming and non-relays. Like, there's plenty of games for you to do and sports for you to do that are not uh, involving teamwork. But I think if you're going to be on a team, you need to be a team player. So that was That's my tough pill. so true. Yeah. He just wasn't wasn't being very nice. So last week we had kind of mentioned this of like, oh, my God, we'd like never look and see what the next episode is. Our next week's episode is one that I do like quite a bit. 
It is titled Secrets and Lies, and it is an Ashley-centered episode about her relationship with her dad. It's a good oh, one, boy. people. It is. You're going to want to tune in. Yes, it's going to be a great one. And I can't wait to recap that one with you next week, Erica. I know. I am very excited now that I know that that's what next week's episode is. I feel like this is when you look at the entire uh, filmography of Degrassi, Uh this is one of the ones that stands out. Oh, 100%. 100%. I love it so much. And uh, I can't wait to dive into it. So I know I'll be there next week. And I hope all of our our friends and listeners will be as well. I know. And we are looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye from me. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Dose of Degrassi. If you like what you've heard, give us a five-star review and recommend us to a friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Dose of Degrassi Pod. Gotta go. Heather Sinclair's calling.